0: Hello and welcome back to the Super Fun Super Show. I am Sean DeWroy, joined once again with Adam Patterson to talk to you about superhero movie news, comic books, things relating to those things in the world of superhero movie news. And what a world, Adam Patterson. Welcome What's up? back. Adam, how have
1: you been? Fantastic. Enjoying the last of the summer. Yes. I hate hot weather. So this is like the happiest time where it just starts to change and I get to put on my apple and become a basic bitch. Once again, and put on I your put it, apple. Yeah, put on my apple. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I get to put on my stockings and yes, my oversized yes. sweater, and and I get
0: to um, wander the streets looking for pumpkin spice and apple products. Have you had any type of pumpkin spice already this year? It's granted uh, September, early September when we're recording the show. We don't want to take away the the veil of magic from <laughs> this being recorded a day or two before it actually hits the. The podcast uh, specter, spectrum, spectra, whatever it's called, whatever you want to call that. The, the, the podcast verse, as it were. The
1: podcast
0: verse.
1: Yeah, mm. pod verse. There are so many verses that we live in today, it's yeah. kind of weird, right? We are
0: literally living in a multiverse. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> similar to the world of DC. There you go. Oh, smooth transition. The world Look of at DC. Uh, which we'll get to, of course, where for a, the longest time, DC... Warner Brothers, they talked about their their cinematic universe being called unofficially. They'd actually never officially got around to naming it. They didn't officially get around to doing very much work. (laughs) The DC Extended Universe, which was the nickname for it because they refused to actually name it themselves. So a journalist came out and said, well, this sounds like something a corporate entity would name their universe. And that name kind of just caught.
1: Why would they take ownership of their own intellectual property? That's right. Who
0: knows? No interest. Why would you do that? So mm. finally, they had a. There was a conference a little while ago, a, a convention where they had on a big wall "Worlds of DC," and that seems to be the unofficial or official name now. At least that's what we're running with of what their their cinematic. Uh, approach going forward, and that includes the what's left of their their old DC Extended Universe, and that includes, of course, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, the Justice League thing they, they tried mm-hmm. to get going. There are still some remnants of that. Of course, you have those movies I just mentioned and a few others uh, coming down the pike. Who knows? So there's that, and of course there's the Joker origin film, which is its own Elseworld type of tale that fits within this DC worlds of DC universe that they are crafting right now, where they're not focusing on just one continuity any longer, one canon. It's a multiverse, and maybe down the road, if this is successful, unlikely, they could do a multiverse type of storyline, whether it be a Crisis on Infinite Earths where you have multiple versions. Of the same characters from these uh, Parallel worlds that are Existing within the worlds of DC Coming together maybe uh, Collapsing on itself into one Shared continuity that would be a mistake I think DC's Best play at this point would Be to just kind of spread things out Let each of these worlds kind of live On their own as opposed to trying to fold it into One shared continuity because So far they've been extremely unsuccessful In doing so
1: but no and that's And that's a big thing right so They, they need to, they didn't let the cake bake enough. Yes. Right? You you had, you had Marvel doing independent films for almost 10 years before doing a continuity. And, and DC was like, oh, continuity. Yes, good. it. Yes. Yeah, well, and the guests like, are here. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't, we didn't think this out. Hold on.
0: Okay. The cake is not yet risen. The guests are here, though. Let's serve it. Let's just serve it. Right. There's some good <laughs> stuff in there. There is some, the frosting, the frosting filling, the the internal, the internal filling is already made of. in, right? Yeah, that's good enough. People will enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, so now we all have salmonella. Yeah, that's right, that's right. We're all just taking turns, throwing up into our own theaters, <laughs> as it were, and it's been, it's been quite an experience, been a, a mixed bag. We've all been, uh, we've all uh, have visited um, our, our local uh, type of healthcare facility and we're ready to maybe take another shot at what DC has coming down the road and in addition to their cinematic universes at this point universeized they also have their DC universe ser- service coming out their digital service which they have been announcing slowly but surely more details have come out last time we spoke they announced their they announced their price point which is 799. And of course, they have a special rate if you sign up yearly, but that's a little, a little different at this point. And now we finally have news that they are going to be announcing. They announced uh, that this service is going to be officially made available on September 15th. Batman Day. Batman Day. So that information came out recently. So that is they have a two week push to try to get this thing to be successful. They have a number of properties series that are going to be available shortly after either right off the bat or shortly after the service itself launches. And as we've discussed, that includes doom patrol, which we'll get to more uh, in detail. That includes the Titans series and also includes uh, the teen Titans animated series and a Harley Quinn animated series. And it's just uh, the first wave of, um, of properties of, 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 you know, things content, Coming out. Content. content yes. Coming Delicious, out of the service. Yummy. But there is, a, I think, a mistake uh, right off. Wait, right, fr- right. Come off, on. Right off the. Come on. It hasn't even launched yet. Right off the bat. I think they are. They have a, a small hiccup. The service is launching. Of course, they wanted to have this correspond with Batman Day, which is September 15th, yep. as people know. But they I would say the most popular series that people would sign up for if, I, I, then again, maybe they don't want a full rush towards the service. They want some time if there are any hiccups, any type of, of issues that they that need to be dealt with. Maybe they want some time for the service to sort of enter a, an alpha beta state before there's a full rush of people coming onto it. I'm talking, of course, about Titans, which actually isn't coming out until October. Right. So the service is launching a full month ahead of the Titan series, which I would think at this point is their most popular their most attractive series that is going to be the cornerstone of this brand new odd digital service that they're making available
1: but you see i think i think that's really smart because now all of a sudden they're getting they're getting two waves right Right. so all of a sudden it's not just saying hey we're getting a whole bunch of signups from people the day it launches Mm -hmm. we're also going to get signups from the day or uh signs from people the day that their biggest title launches, right? right. So all, all of a sudden you have two separate ones. I mean, I think I think that's I think that's
0: really smart. So that is obviously I would hope that they had this that was intended, as I you're saying so. that that was an intended um, rollout plan where you have the initial launch, you work out your bugs, you get your first wave of people, and then maybe you get some good word of mouth shortly after Titans drops. If it is a good series, uh, we'll see. It um, is. And it let's be. we'll find out. We'll find out, and if that is able to attract a second wave of people. Now you have a, a new burgeoning service. And from there, you also have another show that they are filming as we speak. They have some casting announcements, Doom Patrol. And there is so, there are some big names attached to this property. Uh, Brendan Fraser was announced about a week or so ago as playing the Mr. Robot character. Uh, Brendan Fraser, a name uh, from 90s fame, Obviously, is going to be um, covered up in this. He's going to be playing. I'm not sure if he's going to just be voice voice acting or if he's actually going to be his face is going to be visible. Uh, Brendan Fraser uh, used to be a, a 90s heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. Um, George of the Jungle. Yes, George of the Jungle. He was the mummy. As hot as anyone. The mummy. Mr. Robot Man. Uh, Cliff Steele is who Brendan Fraser is going to be playing. So the character Robot Man, I feel like will be a CGI based character. So
1: probably I, based. It'll, it'll be probably something very similar to. Um, I I would hope that it's not going to be in the vein of uh, Doctor Who's uh, who are the robot men in Doctor Who. Now I just oh, the blanked. Dalek
0: or the Cybermen.
1: Cybermen. Yes. Right. I'm hoping that is not like a Cyberman. It's more like a. Uh, uh, sort of partial here and there and you you may get part of his face or something like that i don't think he has the abs like he used to in george so now he so now it might be just like a part of his belly
0: button cover him up cover, cover him up. up so cliff steel robot man i'm just looking through some images here you're free to do so uh yourself uh he is a cyborg type character except he is he's bronzed his color scheme is is bronze and blue similar very similar to the cyborg character, depending on what version they end up going with, whether they go with the early version that just looks like a man, but it has some robot ro- robotics um visible, or they go with uh, the more modern version, which is essentially just a bronzed version of cyborg. So for that, I think you go, I wonder if they're actually gonna do practical effects with this character. Uh, meaning they're actually going to have a have a costume, a roboted costume on set, and maybe there's going to be another actor inside. Or um, you have it be a fully CGI character, which I don't know. What What is your preference? What do you think would be most effective? A CGI version of Robot Man with maybe Brendan Fraser just voicing him or a live action <laughs> robot with an actor inside? Oh, or third God. um you actually have it it's very clear that it is brendan fraser in a robot suit
1: i want brendan fraser to wear like a green suit yeah and for them to just sort of model it over him because i i feel like they would not put the money in to a full cg if they it's did tough. a full cgi they would not put the money in that's necessary right. to make it look legitimate and um And I feel like if he's just voice acting, you lose a lot. That's right. It's not worth it.
0: I think, right, you notice if a person is just sitting in a recording booth as opposed to playing off the other actors on set. And they've already started filming this and another big name or a moderately big name. No, no, huge name. Huge name. uh, The other actor, Alan... uh, Tudik. How do you pronounce that? Turdik. Turdik. Very good. Thank you. This it's important that it's, there is another person I here to think bounce the name of. <laughs> Who is gonna it? be uh, t- uh T-U I've never actually said it out loud. T-U-D-Y-K. He's gonna be playing the villainous Mr. Nobody, who looks like uh, your invisible man mm-hmm. archetype. He has bandages, wears a long coat, and he is gonna be, of course, the antagonist as part of the series. And also, of course, in addition to Mister, uh, in addition to Robot Man, you have Mister Negative, um, is is another character in this. Elastigirl and Crazy Jane, and some of the the actresses that have been cast in this already. You have Diane Guerrero and April Bolie, who are uh, two actresses I've never heard of. So a lot of no names <laughs> going into the series. So you have some a little bit of of, of name value name power with brendan frazier and alan tudyk mm-hmm. uh, in this series then you have maybe some some gnome names so this this series could go really could go either way as far as how well it's going to be received right or how they're filming it so you figure you figure it's a, a few months away from actually hitting the streaming service
1: see that I'm, I'm kind of curious because i really hope that i mean the doom patrol has you know they, they don't have a, a kitschy, funny type of feel to it. But at right. the same time, you know, I, I'm curious if they're like, hey, how do we differentiate ourselves? Hey, let's do this. I think of like Superd, right? Mm-hmm. So Superd was with Alan Turdike also. Yes. And, that was the uh,
0: NBC. Yeah. Loosely yeah. based in the DC universe, the, the DC extended universe, but they didn't really kind of want to make it too close
1: right they you know it was alan turdick was um bruce wayne's cousin or Mm -hmm. something like that right right Did you actually watch that series i did i loved it i thought it was really sort of um uh kitschy i guess you could call it there was it was a lot of tongue in cheek there was overacting and all that other fun stuff it Mm -hmm. reminded me of like one of those silly british films or not silly british um but like goofy british tv shows i almost think of uh what's it called no heroics
0: right where you, you have know? where it's more of a character piece and the the actual action is happening outside <laughs> yeah exactly and I I really I, I'm kind of angry because they didn't commit I feel like again
1: mm-hmm. it's DC's big issue they don't commit to their um to their product and it's like they yep. he- here it is they build it as like almost like the secondary people or the insurance people you know and the entire thing is like, coming up with anti, not anti Batman, but um, mm-hmm. they're coming up with like products that they can use, that average people can use in order to stop themselves or save themselves during um, cataclysms between superheroes. Whereas I feel like it would just be a lot, <laughs> it would have been a lot funnier if they were to, because they were billing it as almost like an insurance
0: type of thing. That and was I, the original idea. I think yeah, that was the original idea. The insurance that Insurance adjusters. Almost. And then prior to it launching, it became, it became that
1: yeah and and it and it's it i mean like what they did really became muddled throughout this series sure. where i feel like i don't think if, there was a clear
0: focus going right. into the series i think they had something and then was, too many just, people became involved and they yeah. changed what the show was about right before it started filming
1: absolutely it was, it was like it was like oh look we have a research lab and yeah. then we sort of have a middle manager and then we have alan turdike who's on the same floor who right. runs the division but doesn't really run anything else and it's like, well, what do you do? Where, where's you know stuff like that? I feel like they they missed the boat on it. Whereas, if if they were literally insurance adjusters I feel like that's so
0: absurd; it would be hilarious. Right. If that was the original intention, I think it was supposed to be something where they played kind of played on the fringe of the universe. That the plan was okay. This is going to be loosely set within the DC extended universe, and you're going to refer to the characters that you're silving, seeing on the silver screen, but As the DC Extended Universe became less successful, they decided to really kind of make it its own thing. Right. And that was the shift where the show started to be less focused and turned from an insurance adjuster show to a show where this company they they work for makes these types of of devices.
1: Yeah, and and you could could see it. I mean, it was like. Probably about two episodes in where all of a sudden mm-hmm. the entire thing shifted from sort of, hey, we're going to play the fact that we're on this. And then and then all of a sudden it turned into, actually, this is going to be a rom-com right. of superheroes. Yeah. And it's like, ah, that's not really what you signed up for.
0: Yeah, and they that, wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. I yeah. Think. They no, wanted it, it to it be was, like a rom-com office type of show. Right. And also deal within the DC universe where you have references to batman but you can't kind of go all in with references to batman because dc is very protective of how much you're alluding to their big name characters so you really can't go all in and in this universe where it was originally supposed to be set is no is in shambles so you can't really reference the dc extended universe which (laughs) was i think the original point of the show is to kind of play off the yeah, success they thought was coming with the dc XM it's universe.
1: supposed to be a tongue-in-cheek agent of shields for exactly, exactly. for dc right. and
0: and they i, I it makes they, me angry because it, it
1: was really funny yeah. i mean there's there's like it was legitimate for the first three episodes and after that it turned into something that just it was hard to watch because it was it was like it, it didn't stay true to itself all of a sudden you were changing this and changing that and these people weren't you know, the,
0: the characters were not as they were before, so. Right, and you wonder if that's going to be a show that appears on the digital surface. DC I'm curious. I'm curious if they just, like, you open know. up the gates and they say, have at it, have <laughs> all of it. Anything we've ever <laughs> Anything, produced yeah. is there free reign, $7.99 a month, and that's really good value.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Gotham's on there, if, yeah. you know, if everything. Everything's they, on there, you should, you should be able to have it.
0: Right, and similar to what Disney is dealing with, they don't have sole ownership of their streaming properties. Right. So you have Netflix, Hulu, etc., Amazon Prime, where you can watch Batman on one, of the, on one of these other services. And similar to what Disney is dealing with, pulling their stuff off these other services like Netflix, you have DC, Warner Brothers having the same issue. So seven ninety nine, I think, is a very good opening price point because I think you don't have exclusive content. You're right. you're making it, but a lot of these, a lot of your library, your archive, is already available other places. So the add-ons really aren't uh, that appealing. But seven ninety nine, I think, is a good opening price point. I'm intrigued by the Swamp Thing series that is coming down the line. Yes, Doom Patrol looks fun. It does. Uh, I'm I'm very intrigued by Brendan Fraser. I think <laughs> as long as you're able to maybe not have uh, Brendan Fraser is a very tragic looking actor these days. I think time has not been kind to him. He just he, he just bloated a little. He just That's bloated awful. a little he bit. Lost all of his hair, and he was a gorgeous man in the '90s. He
1: was. He was. He was. He was very very strong, buff, and he had a very like. Um, uh, that classic man jaw, yeah. you know, very large and like in charge, like he could bite off your head.
0: Yeah. In the nineties, yeah. you know, he was being discussed as being Superman when yes. they were looking to relaunch Superman uh, in, in the cinemas. He was being discussed as he was got part of that 15, 20 year saga of trying to get <laughs> Superman back on this, on the screen. And I know he yeah. was, he was part of that mix as far as actors who were, penned slotted for the role in addition to ashton kutcher was talked about at one point yeah as being i think justin timberlake i no, want to say was, not justin really i don't uh, he was maybe another character within that within that whole thing maybe maybe not to play superman but ashton kutcher i know he's talked about as being superman and of course justin
1: timberlake would have been a great lex Luthor.
0: a great lex luther i think maybe he was talked about as being jimmy olsen ah yes. boom. i read just this there was this internet article That went on for like 20 real-life pages where you can read the whole chronological history of what went on between um, Superman 4 and uh, the eventual Superman Returns done by Brian Singer. It's a tremendous saga. Yeah, it's tragic. It's tragic. Very tragic. It goes on longer than whatever happened to Superman Libs, that documentary. (laughs) That's only a fraction. That's only a, a, a couple chapters of the overall saga that happened between Superman 4 and Superman Returns. It's really, really interesting. But I digress. So that's going to be interesting service, but sticking with DC, uh, because it's more fun to kick a uh, someone when they're down, you also have, we discussed the worlds of DC that they're trying to do. Joker is getting his own origin film, yep. not set within the mainline continuity. The with DC Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. He has been reported as having lost... A uh, significant, noticeable amount of weight yep. for the role. They're getting ready to film. They already have a number of actors. Alec Baldwin dropped out as Bruce Wayne. He was announced, and then yeah. one day later,
1: dropped out. Yeah, which and blows there are my mind. And a
0: lot of stories. What have you heard as far as the reasons why? What What have you seen as far as the reasons why he dropped out? I haven't. Okay. I, haven't, I, haven't I haven't heard much. I've seen much. two different things. Okay. Uh, one, he officially came out and said, oh, it's just a scheduling thing. Then I saw something else saying that his... Version of Thomas Wayne, who is Bruce Wayne's father. I don't know what type of role this is—a prequel to Batman, I assume. Right. So Thomas Wayne is this is him running around just prior to getting shot in an alley. So he apparently was being compared to a Donald tri- Trump type of archetype. Okay, and he didn't like that. Ah, the character okay. was being written like a Donald Trump character, and,
1: and that's and see that that Maybe, makes like, me a mogul very of some scared. Kind. Yeah, just because the. In the comic books, Thomas Wayne, like I think of like Batman Begins, right? So as mm-hmm. Batman Begins, they say Thomas Wayne and the Wayne family right. you know, spent millions upon millions of dollars to help the city. Yeah. And just help that's not Trump. Well, yeah, that's not tr- well or or, or or mogul type, right? So spin on this.
0: This is a Joker story though. So right? if you're having Joker be that's sympathetic true. and the the protagonist, maybe in this version the Wayne's aren't Are these the shining white Knights. Maybe they built their fortunes on the backs of others, and maybe not every single one of their business dealings were uh, in the best interest of Gotham.
1: No, that's very true. That's that's so a if, good way. If of this looking is a Joker at, yeah. story.
0: Maybe the Waynes aren't the 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 best characters, and maybe that was the direction where they the, they sold Alec Baldwin. Hey, Thomas Wayne, and maybe you know you're, you're this big brooding character, and maybe mm-hmm. we could have you be you know earth to batman one day or something because we've done that <laughs> in the comics and they sold him on that and then they kind of had another discussion with him as far as like their vision for this version of thomas wayne and he's like oh i don't know that kind of goes against most things i stand for right it goes against everything i stand for so which one do you believe do you i I oh, it's, it's definitely probably that. A scheduling okay i think it's probably a, a scheduling. you think thing. so it's more interesting if it's the other one they had a falling out over the version of the character. See but I I
1: feel like okay so Alec Baldwin at this point in time doesn't have yeah. to worry about finance. No. He doesn't have to worry about what he's you know um the, he's pretty the well roles set. he's playing, right. So so what does he care about? He cares about acting and he cares mm-hmm. about portraying things and pushing his agenda, which is a liberal right. agenda, right? I mean that's his entire thing is about standing up for and sticking for democratic right. ideals or or the democratic party, right? Maybe not Depending on your views, it may not be the ideals. So the whole point of it, of him saying, you know what? I can do whatever I want, so I'm going to grab things that can help me. And maybe he was pitched something that was mm-hmm. like, hey, you're going to be this and this and this. And he's like, that's great. And then he and then he starts reading it. He says, I don't want to play the villain.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think maybe at first they pitched it, Oh, hey, you're going to be Thomas Wayne. And they didn't go, go into the details because maybe they didn't know because I don't right. trust anything coming out of Warner Brothers DC as far as having a vision, a a forward (laughs) vision for what they're actually going to end up producing. In addition to now you have him dropping out. So the Thomas Wayne character, you don't know how crucial, how vital that character is going to be. Maybe they could really kind of downplay or drop that character entirely from this story. They haven't started filming yet. I imagine the script is still fluid at this point. Other characters, of course, that have been cast for this Joker origin story, which is set to come out next year, next, next October. They've right. announced around Halloween time. Missed a big opportunity, I think we talked about on a previous show of having a long Halloween storyline from Batman. But that's I know, fine. right? There, there's like 14 different amazing Halloween things. We'll see. Um, but that's so that's coming out any year. So they they've really got to start getting moving. You have Joaquin Phoenix. You have in addition Robert. You have Robert De Niro. Has been cast uh, to play someone uh, at this point. That that they haven't come out and said who he's going to be playing in this. I'm I'm going to start the rumor that it's Alfred. Um, <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, sure. I don't. It's that's certainly a different way to go with Alfred. Uh, Robert, if, De Niro, if he, I just say if he's a bad guy, maybe he's um. I guess I he's think, playing like a gangster. Oh, like all a, right, kind of all a kingpin right, type fine. of gangster yeah, character. Yeah, boo. I can definitely see that. That's actually what i thought too
1: plain and boring
0: yeah that's when i heard that thomas that um alec baldwin was going to be involved in this prior to me knowing that he was going to be playing thomas wayne i'm like oh he's probably just going to be a gangster i assume a lot you you need a lot of gangsters i think in this in this world because it's gotham and if you go based on other joker origin stories you know he dealt with a lot of crime he became the red hood because he got appointed by like a type of mob situation there so you have a lot of gangsters and that's that's gotham city prior to batman batman showing up so robert de niro i assume will play a gangster type of character uh maybe the current red hood and he passes that down to the joker and that's how the joker ends up becoming the joker so who knows uh robert de niro obviously the most notable name zazie beats from deadpool <laughs> yeah to fame she's playing a character called sophie dumond I'm um, not name. really familiar with that character. I, I quickly Googled her, and no names showed up uh, at the top of my Google Google search. History. Well, I'm, I'm curious
1: how this all plays search out, list. just just because there's such a rich history. And again, I th- I think that's a huge credible. Credit to Batman and to the whole Batman universe that it still sticks within the, you know, within our psyche that Mm -hmm. here it is after, what, four reboots, you know, in in a matter of 20 years or, well, no, because it was 88 for what's his name. Right. Um, So 30 years that the fact that you still have this longing and wanting for more. I mean, and they're able to get away with it. I mean, it blows oh, sure. my mind. It blows my mind that that people are willing to pay and do. People love Batman, right? Which is just—it's awesome. But at the same time, it makes me wonder, like, w- what's so fascinating about him?
0: Well, you know, you you keep on redoing the story. I think you lose that 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 layer of allure and fascination with the character because you've—that's you've true. Really kind of, the bloom has come off the rose once you've done, just failed in telling a story numerous times. And at this point, they're gonna essentially show Gotham City again. You might not. I don't. I'm not sure if Batman's going to appear in this Joker origin film.
1: I mean, if it's Thomas Wayne, it'll be it'll be only Bat or um, Bruce Bruce as mm-hmm. a baby or what pre ten year old.
0: Yeah, it's this is set in the 80s, so the feeling would be that maybe this is he is an elementary student, elementary school student. Yeah. So kind of in that five to 10 year old range prior to Thomas Wayne getting shot. I'm not sure if that is going to be touched upon in this movie, that scene where the Waynes are gunned down again. We don't need to see it again. And
1: all, and all the fanboys are going to be like, Oh my God, there's Bruce. Right. right. For, for oh, his two seconds worth of thing. He's going to get into the car. He's was going, Oh my God, that was Bruce. Blah, blah, blah. Be like, who cares? It has nothing to do with the
0: story right now. The Sophie Dumond character, I don't think, is from the comics. She plays a single mother, and I'm seeing things as far as a Bruce Wayne half brother, maybe being being included in this. Uh, and uh, the, are they, they going to go Talon like? I guess potentially. And the version of Thomas Wayne is being described as a cheesy, tanned, and rich-looking Thomas Wayne. So maybe that's what turned off Alec Baldwin
1: and and you could and you could totally if he has a half brother then mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne probably had some sort of illicit affair yes and the she's coming back to be like Thomas he's your boy right and Tom's like eh.
0: so it's probably something like oh, that this so, is cheesy. so the Waynes terrible. I think this is a very different interpretation of of the Waynes and Gotham makes City makes me angry and Joker although this you could have an unreliable narrator where Joker is your your hero your protagonist but it's coming from a very skewed perspective from Joker. He's retelling it, but like he's telling himself as the hero. So
1: I, if as long as it starts off with him being like, here, let me tell you my origin story. Yeah. And that way that way we get this because otherwise, I'm sorry, but the the age of anti-heroes, they're gone. Right. right. That you had you had a good twenty, thirty year span where it was everything in the world was about anti-hero yep, anti-hero, anti-hero, of graze, anti-hero. Yeah. Right. You know, where it was like, no, 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 the bad guy is really the good guy. And right. now we have our current political situation as well as everything else going on. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving back into a silver golden age where we right. want our heroes to be pinnacles, heroes to be, you know, legitimate hardcore golden heroes not some sort of you know anti-hero that's possible
0: mm-hmm. and uh mark maron from netflix's glow series is also going to be in this as well uh, it has not been announced what role he will be playing but i may, i could maybe see him as a commissioner gordon character i can oh, see I him could totally see that i could see him as playing that role uh, a little bit young. Oh, well, he's not that young. But you could, I could see him playing <laughs> Commissioner Gordon or Lieutenant Gordon prior to him being appointed as Footman Commissioner. Gordon. Footman Gordon. So I could see that. That's all speculation at this point, and a couple of other unnotables uh, at this point to be involved in this. And this is getting ready to start shooting pretty soon. So they are just finalizing their casting list, and they're going to start shooting within the year because they have a very short year, I imagine, ahead of them as far as getting the shot. And uh, reshot seems, and then produced. Which seems crazy
1: because like most movies take a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a truncated time frame. And if they have a whole bunch of notables and only two to three big names, right. I mean the budget can't be that big. It's this is this is going to be a quick shoot. This is going to be odd. I, I'm Martin Scorsese's
0: I really behind this as far as producing this, the director and in involved in this i think is from the hangover is that right uh todd phillips is the director also partially writing the screenplay along with scott silver uh, i'm just looking up his imdb I like right scott now scott
1: silver scott silver is good
0: um, he, yeah, he's done, um, Limitless, The Hangover. I was right. Yeah. I'm not confusing him with someone else. He did The Hangover part one, two, and three. I'm looking for the first, uh, maybe just two and three. I'm looking for the, oh, there, no, he did, uh, he was a producer on The Hangover series. So I'm not sure if he actually directed it, but he was involved in it. So, uh, he's done some stuff. So I'm, I'm not really super familiar with his, his past work, but, yeah we'll see he's he did a lot of uh, the limitless tv series not the movie oh i just want to oh specify. that's a huge difference huge difference there
1: Huge, because i don't think it's on tv anymore
0: no sir i uh aired only one year 2015 yeah. 2016 uh oh he was involved in old school <laughs> i'm not sure why i put the emphasis on the second part he was a producer so yeah we'll see um he also did Frat House. So he really loves college and just people getting in trouble.
1: So this, this is going to be one of those weird films. Yeah, we'll is see. Be, we'll see. I, I'm curious to see. Because what was it going to be like he's a frat boy that's gone wrong in Thomas Wayne's Maybe. hotel?
0: Maybe. Could be. Could be any of those things. Let's see. Where do we, we want to go on the big board next? Did you have a chance to check out the animated Black Panther trailer? You better believe it. Yeah. So that looks the, anim, the animation style looks very fresh. I I really have a hard time. So, for those of you who are unaware, there is a newly announced Black Panther cartoon series set for Disney SD. What is it say? Uh, XD I should say XD, XD, which is one
1: of their TV. Well, it's not a TV station, I believe. Right. It's it's a time period that they uh, a time air, yeah a time slot yeah. So like slot.
0: nine o'clock. Uh, it's going to be starting September twenty third, nine o'clock. Uh, same network where Avengers Assemble is currently airing in their fifth season right now so it's called black panther panther marvel avengers black panther's quest yeah so that is that is the name of the series kind of a mouthful i'm not sure why you couldn't have just called it black panther i feel like that would have been recognizable enough but i don't i'm not yeah, in but, yeah, of any it of gives,
1: this it gives a list of what they're actually doing mm-hmm. not um you know it's not just hey black panther what are you doing
0: right There's and more. Oh, is that okay? I thought that was my computer making noise. You're nice. you're just watching the the trailer again. It's a good trailer. Uh It is very. Or is that a ad that started playing by itself? That's that, anytime. That was an oh, ad. Huh? <laughs> anytime you bring up a page, you, there's always the chance. Especially as you're recording a show and you're trying to bring up a page that has the trailer on it. At, at any second, you could be hit with an ad. And, well, there, there's. I, I wanted to see the because um, the animation you said was fresh, and the
1: animation, in my opinion, is it's very. Um, it's very almost dc-esque i think of like the dc uh, comic books or uh the dc animated films that they have right Mm -hmm. so they it's very stylized it has it has the chiseled jaw it has the angular looks there's a lot of it that is it reminds me of almost a batman animation yeah like the um there's uh, a couple of Batman. It looks almost exactly like it, was it looks cool. Done I mean, by that,
0: I thought, oh, this is a different type of animation style. But then, when you have Tony Stark appearing in this trailer, I'm like, oh, it's the same Avengers yeah. Assemble thing. But I guess maybe just in the in the dark palette of Black Panther, it looks the animation style looks a little different. So. This deals with Black Panther and his association with the Avengers. Right. And I imagine you're going to have a lot of Wakanda. You'll have a lot of his younger sister, Siri. So this is refreshingly very influenced by the Black Panther movie. As far as the things that were successful in that film, the things that were recognizable following that film, it was tremendously successful. They would be stupid not to essentially just make an animated version of the film. And Siri was uh, Suri. I keep on saying Suri. Suri was one of the uh, most important notable characters from that movie. So she is going to be very, um, very present in this series as you go on. And it's going to have Black Panther, of course, teaming up with the Avengers. The The White Panther is going to be some type of antagonist, I assume, in this. I'm not sure if she if, she, if the Black Panther or the White Panther is, as in the comics, going to be Suri if uh, she is going to take up the mantle of White Panther. Maybe eventually. I would hope so. It seems like that's an early protag- antagonist in this series. So uh, it it looks very promising. Nine o'clock's a little late for me, but maybe <laughs> uh, I can I can find the time. It looks cool. I I, I mean, I'm really, you know, this is a, a character they have not, you know, dragged out a million times. Black Panther, I think. They are striking while the iron is a little hot. Or yes. the... Or the uh, the vibranium is hot, I should say.
1: Well, I mean, Netflix does this left and right, right? Right. So you have you have um, the movie Home, which they did Mm -hmm. TV series. You have Troll TV series. You have you have a series of other. I I shouldn't say Netflix. It's all on Netflix, but it's all Mm -hmm. done by DreamWorks. So every single like, not every single, but for the most part, for the last probably about five years, every single animated. Movie that they've had that has done well. They have a TV show on Netflix, right, which right. is a, a like quick Boss pop out. baby
0: Yeah, Boss Baby. Bob, Boss Baby did a uh, Trolls, of course, I've seen. Yep. Yeah, they they have a marketing strategy where they have their their tentpole um, cinematic film, and then they have right a number of other. They're trying to get trying to hit as many different platforms as possible.
1: Yeah, so I, I could totally see Marvel being like, "And hey, let's do it," yeah.
0: because that's what works. Black Panther. It's about time he gets his own series. <laughs> Spider-Man's had a zillion different ones. The Avengers, I don't know what iteration of the Avengers they are currently in right now. If they've rebooted the animated series, if this is the same run of animated, um, Avengers that they've had for a while now, I assume as much because the animation style looks very similar. Yeah. uh, It's not continuity. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, about time, Black Panther, um, could go with a more shortened name. Um, Marvel Avengers, Black Panther's quest. Uh, leads me to believe that this is not going to be a long running series. This feels like almost like a, a mini series, well, name and like I'm, that. I'm kind of curious
1: because is, is it Tony Stark giving him a quest, or is it like the yeah. quest for Wakanda, or, or some right. some mythological thing from Wakanda? I mean, like you know what what is the quest? Is it is it going to be personal, or is it going to be more like some sort of tangible object that is out to destroy mm-hmm. the world?
0: Yeah, I wonder if this is... You wonder. Uh, it, it's you know, it, it picks up with him being the king of Wakanda. So his father has passed prior to the beginning of the series. And a lot of the characters who you knew and loved from the animated... From the um, cinematic version of the film that came out, they are going to be recurring characters in this film... Uh, in this series, rather. They would be stupid not to include them. So uh, if you are familiar with the movie that came out, I imagine that you will love this series because they are going to be stupid to leave out any popular element that people loved from that film and really quick referring to the black panther film them pushing that film to be an oscar um, nominated film and with oscar yeah. season coming up yeah and what do you think about the the new category that i think they just officially introduced for the oscars best popular film
1: Oh, I didn't heard it, this. Okay,
0: so instead of you know making a push for, I thought Black Panther was a fine film. Should it be in your your best film category? Mm. I don't know. Uh, It was certainly popular, but they're trying to appease um, a certain segment of people, you know, who maybe are put off by the Oscars. Oh, this is just movies that nobody sees. This is just the art
1: house, art house films.
0: Right. This is just the movie industry just basically just patting itself on the back for, you know, based on films that no one has actually seen. So they are introducing a category, best popular film. And that's where. You're gonna have your your Marvel films, your oh Johnny Johnny Wick films, I guess. Your Mission Impossible. Johnny Wick was a fantastic for, right, film, but not nominated for <laughs> anything. What? Yeah, <laughs> no, not not, not nominated at all. for anything. Which
1: blows my mind, just because I it was right. well, I, I shouldn't say that it was not an art house film. It was definitely right. a popular, sh- but it was shot beautifully. The story was great. Characters were great. I mean, I don't so know, I, just, I, I
0: feel like by creating a separate category for best popular movie, I think you're missing the point. I think people more so want these popular films to be considered for actual legitimate, you know, in in actual legitimate categories as opposed to having to create a new category just to appease people. I think you need to change your your nomination process.
1: And and it makes me wonder because what... What does it matter for, or not what does it matter for the nomination, but like right. what's
0: the criteria,
1: right? So is right. it, is it, because obviously these popular movies touch something within the popular yeah. psyche. So it's not like, oh, this is because it's popular, it's bad. Right. Like that, it doesn't, it, I don't understand why there are so many critics that say, well, if it's popular, then it must be bleh. But look at and a movie like, like
0: Black Panther, like critically, it did you know uh audience score did really well but critically this movie i think on rotten tomatoes and other it did really well in other types of sites but rotten tomatoes specifically got like a 90 something percent so critic, their critic rotten tomato score is like 90 something percent so 97% or 95% of critics love this film and if that's the, the direction of like a show like the Ox- oscars where you're you're taking the critics the movie critics the 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 experts and that's those are the people that are choosing the best films. A film that ninety something percent of them agreed was a fantastic film should be considered for a best film award.
1: But that's what I mean. Like right? if if they're if they're looking at it and saying you know this is ninety percent, it should be considered for a best picture <laughs> right. award. But here's the thing: the the overall committee still saying it's just it, a
0: bunch of odd old right, it, stodgy old men. I think right. I mean, so like, it's, oh. it's
1: like okay, well it got ninety percent, but it's still a popular film. Therefore, it's blah. Yeah you know even like i mean it, it still blows my mind it's that it's interesting discussion like yeah, do you Lord you know, of the Rings got it right. blows my mind that that got it that was the mm. first time a science fiction film had ever gotten something like i think it was right. i think it got best picture you know and it blew everybody's mind so it's the same sort of deal it's like wait a minute What, you know, what are you legitimately criteriaing on this?
0: Well, that was an adaptation from a book series and it was three, the movies are three hours long so it was, it wasn't an enjoyable popcorn flick. I think they don't like enjoyable popcorn flicks. But
1: Black Panther was what, two hours, 2.15, right. 2.30, and it was adapted from a book. Comic books are well, that's, books. That's true. Graphic novels are legitimate right. art.
0: Right, there is there is more acceptance growing, but right, I think they're missing the point. I don't think people are asking for a separate category. I think they're asking for these nomination committees to be more willing to actually... Look at films that people and their own critics, their own right. base of critics, enjoy, as opposed to putting their nose up in the air. And it's like, oh, we're above all this, these the superhero, the superhero craze, this fad right now. We're above this right Dragon now. Dragon crazy. Yeah. So I, I think they're missing the the point. But I digress. I mean, I think that's an interesting discussion. Black Panther obviously is extremely hot right now. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're finally getting around. It's only been a year, so they they got on it pretty quick. Of giving Black Panther its uh, its own uh, cartoon series, and it's it looks pretty young. It looks pretty um, as far as the demographics that this this show is trying to reach. This looks like a teenage type of show, as opposed to like a little kid show. It's airing at nine o'clock. Say
1: XD is eleven to twelve, or eleven slash twelve to I think somewhere around sixteen to
0: seventeen. Yeah, the action looks. You know pretty teen oriented uh so it looks like they're not pulling any punches uh, no pun intended uh, as far as like you know what not watering this down you know like for example like having a show like spider-man that used to air on saturday mornings where he wasn't allowed to punch anyone right because it was a show that was geared towards young kids where this one is more of like an, a teenage and up uh, type of audience that they're trying to get so I think that's good I think this is being uh, approached seriously it's not just for little kids so I think this this should pr- be pretty solid and I'll at least give the first couple episodes uh, a look see to see how this looks but it's a cartoon series, so I, usually that's not for me. <laughs> I don't know, unless it's anime, unless because someone's I'm saying, arm well, that, is being ripped off. <laughs> that's because you
1: just, you don't understand reality. I don't, <laughs> I do not, I do not. So, I mean, you have to remember Gravity Falls was on XD, that's Gravity true. Falls is unbelievable. That's
0: actually a show that my son just started watching. Really? three, and I've heard about Gravity Falls. I'm like, oh, this is all right, this is all right, so maybe that's a show he'll continue watching but right mm-hmm. now. He is really into this weird 2003 early cgi version of garfield oh, that was yes. made by like french animators and then redubbed for using the original most of the original garfield um, voice cast but it is weird it is really <laughs> weird and he loves it but it is weird so uh and last bit of uh of news before we kick over to our next segment which is our super rumors segment batista dave batista is really coming out and has oh, been the post God, has dude. really been uh, the, the flag bearer for James Gunn being fired, and there has been yep. talks of him having meetings with Marvel, having meetings with Disney, perhaps being rehired. But it sounds like things have, have broken down, and he's not going to be re- rehired by Div- Disney Marvel. So Batista now coming out saying, "Hey, going forward into Avengers Four right now, and they're getting scheduled to um, do reshoots. Avengers right. Four is due out." Next May or this upcoming May in 2019, that this could significantly change the Guardians of the Galaxy's arc in Avengers Four, with Guardians of the Galaxy Three being on indefinite hold. Although he says his words are permanent hold. Yes, his, so his words indefinite are permanent. and permanent are really two different words, and I don't think he really kind of realizes that.
1: I just say, I mean, and not not to belittle him in any way, but you know. I I really don't like the fact that he's playing the wrestler. I feel like he's smarter than that. He's like, no, this is it, bro.
0: Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm like in this movie, you're ruining this movie. I'm like, like, I know you can do better.
1: I know that's not you. And at the same time, I feel like he's, he's, well,
0: he's really standing up for James Gunn, who he's come out and said that has been such an influence on his life. that He he changed him as a person. People really speak highly of James Gunn. Yeah. And I think it is a mistake personally, that Disney is it seems like it's Disney more so the than Marvel Studios is taking such a hard line on not rehiring him. I know Waka Atiti, correct me as far as the the name of the director, Atiti Awaka. You know what I'm talking about? The yes. guy who directed yep. Thor Ragnarok, whose name I can never remember. He's from New Zealand. So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. He was brought in, maybe being considered to direct the film, but at this point it is on in the deaf and hold, and since they're getting ready to finalize Avengers 4. And Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy, their future kind of being, you know, in, in a weird type of uh, a weird type of place right now. You know, you have to be able to figure out, you know, can we take their characters? What direction are we going to be taking them after Avengers four? So obviously, you're going to have to rewrite where you're taking Avenge- the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxies, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Avengers four, with their future being uncertain. So, yeah, B- B- for- Batista is also he's he's been spoiling some stuff in yep, Avengers 4. Stop. I won't get into that, but yeah, Batista is saying that there is a, a le- level of uncertainty as far as where they're going to be taking the Guardians of the Galaxy g- going past Avengers 4. But in Avengers 4 itself, things might have to be changed in the spot. With you know the, the the big behind the scenes stuff that's going on with the uncertainty of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so stay tuned uh, for more news relating to that. I'm sure that will that will play out. Uh, that, that every single day is a new chapter in that saga with James Gunn and the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, and with <laughs> and Avengers Dave. Four. Yeah, and Dave and Dave Batista Batista bombing the 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 public as a whole with the, with all types of spoilers and rumors. Avengers Four, as we mentioned, is getting ready to do a number of reshoots, so they are in the 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 final uh throes of finishing this film and it should be finished relatively soon and they're gonna be doing post-production on it and looks like you know they have to start making some final decisions, but with a lot of this kind of being unresolved with the future of the MCU as a whole. Yeah. What characters, what actors are gonna be sticking around. Uh, the direction of your franchises. Yeah, Avengers 4 is going to be an interesting one because it really is going to be very telling of the future of the MCU. Not only the conclusion of this Infinity Wars storyline, but what comes after. So, a lot riding on this film, but I have a lot of confidence. I don't want to set the bar too high, too high at this point. <laughs> but I have a lot of confidence with, you know, this film co- going forward with the Russo brothers because I thought Avengers 3 was masterful. Absolutely so that and that was a, a heavy load that they had they had to have a, a large number of characters, a huge uh a, a, a huge um, cast of characters, ten plus years of stories and they had to have it kind of culminate into one into into one movie yeah with and, setting up the finale which and every did.
1: single night they watched but this is so starting the rumor section every mm-hmm. single night. They would watch X Men Three yes. and say we can't do we this, cannot do we this, we can't do this. We have to do better. They just we have, have to a do loop, better
0: on loop in the background. <laughs> Avengers Three Last Stand. So and they did. I thought Avengers or X Men Three. Uh, they have in a loop in the background. I, I thought Avengers Three was just masterful, and it, so I have confidence that they are going to l- stick this landing with Avengers Four. But let's uh, head over to our, our our next segment, which is Super Rumors. Adam, what super rumors have you heard? Or would you like me to kick things off at this? No, moment? no, you start. All right. So one I actually came across, apparently insiders uh, have it that with Alec Baldwin stepping away from the role of Thomas Wayne for this Joker origin film, that another actor has come forward, a uh, similar build, I have stature. I've similar one, yes. John Travolta. Yes. Has been rumored to play uh, Thomas Wayne, and he has played, and, I- and I think that on paper works, he played John Gotti. He played um, the OJ Simpson's lawyer, who is. And, and if what we're reading as far as what they're looking to cast for Thomas Wayne, a cheesy, overly tanned, gangster type character. Totally fits. Who, uh, like, kind of like of New York descent. John Travolta, with the most, with the recent string of actors, uh, of characters that he has portrayed, the type of actor he is would be perfect. I don't think. Tom, I don't think that John Travolta... I don't know. Uh, What do you think? What do you think about... I
1: I think John Travolta would totally work, just because he's... I mean, I I think of him as... He's basically just reprising his role from Punisher. Yes. Right. Right? So, I mean, it's the exact same
0: deal. So, I think that works, but that that is a rumor. I don't have an official source, but uh, Super Rumor, indeed. Um, The next one I have is with... Flashpoint, the Flash film that has been promised as part of the DC Extended Universe, with that sort of being in limbo, the character that was cast, and we've had a lot of Thomas Wayne talk. Thomas Wayne was, as you know, in Batman vs. Superman. Right. In a flashback sequence, and he was played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So with the future of Flashpoint, he was going to be involved in that. Maybe playing an alternate a parallel earth version of Thomas Wayne who takes up the Batman mantle because things kind of work out differently. In the original Flashpoint comic, the source material, you have Bruce Wayne actually getting shot and Thomas Wayne becoming Batman. So that was the hope that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was going to reprise his Thomas Wayne character. But with the Flashpoint movie being in limbo right now he's going in another, another direction and that direction would be another character that they've been trying to get off the ground for over a decade and that is Lobo yeah. and Lobo is I guess DC's answer to Wolverine yep is kind of a wild uh feral type of character he plays by his own rules he's got a weird motor space motorbike and he is talking about wanting to do the Lobo character, and I'm sure DC would love to get that, that character working because on paper, that should be a very marketable, kid-friendly, teen-friendly type of character that if you could get working, that's a cash cow right there, but I mean, there's a reason why you haven't seen a Lobo film. See, I, I, I almost feel like it would not be kid-friendly. I feel like it has to be something completely different. Oh, well, okay, actually, this is, right. I think coming off of um, a franchise like Deadpool, that right, would be exactly. an answer more so to Deadpool. This character who is just plays by his own rules, who will s- cut someone's head off, who will I, run I feel over. Like,
1: exactly. I feel like, it, and, and it has to happen just because, mm-hmm. I mean, you have the huge success with Deadpool. So now, now they have to launch in. and, and this, A very this, edgy character. Right. And like so this, this launches into also another rumor. What about Gambit? Gambit. Okay. I right. heard about Gambit being in production Two. stand against Deadpool. And I'm like, well, why not do Constantine? That's Why do you have to do Gamut or Lobo? Why can't you do Constantine? And the nicest blessed man on Earth is Keanu Reeves, so I don't ever wish him harm, but he was not Constantine. No. He's not ever allowed on set of Constantine.
0: It was a very (laughs) different time in comic book movies at that point. They didn't take it very seriously. You had, of course, an actor who maybe didn't really didn't, capture the didn't John fully understand right. that
1: John Constantine was blonde he's
0: like I got it I got it you know I I, also, I skimmed accents. the comic I got it I'm just gonna do my own thing yeah. so that's kind of well that's, that's how movies were made about you know these superhero comic book movies were made about 10 years ago things have changed of course since then but now yeah Gambit who knows where that movie stands because that right. that was in production hell and now with the acquisition of Fox Studios by Marvel I don't know what they're gonna do with it, that Gambit franchise right i mean that movie's that, ever gonna get made
1: that could be i mean it could be huge it could be yeah terrible but at the same time it's like <laughs> i don't know i just i i i know i know that people are trying to pair off or trying to you know really say hey let's let's really do something awesome with right an r-rated film
0: that's right that's and
1: right. and i know gamut is uh well it's all the crazier now, yeah. the, yeah.
0: joker or the joker and origin origin film is going to be rated r um, it, I believe that's come out really okay. so they're now making a push to make more of these with this yeah. uh, the success of Deadpool's the Deadpool films to make more you're going to see more like it or not whether it's actually best for the character or the movie they're just going to do a rated R film just because a past rated R film was successful right movie studios sort of miss the point all the time it has to be appropriate for the character that's a, you couldn't make a rated pg-13 deadpool film but i think they missed the point like oh it it was successful because it was rated r not because the character is great right and i so you're gonna be seeing a lot more of these rated r films going forward and i think yeah i think you can see gambit works uh i think that the venom film is rated pg-13 it is if i'm not mistaken uh that easily i think was talked about as is carrying a r an r rating So we'll see uh, which ones carry the R rating going forward. How open Marvel is to doing... Because they have yet to do a rated R film with the MCU. Of course, Fox Studio, which owned the X-Men stable of of characters, did a couple R films with Logan and with the Deadpool films. So now that they are going to own those properties now and fold them into the MCU, you wonder if they're going to continue the line of of rated r films so the future of rated r films is sort of uh murky uh but certainly very hot so i think that's not gonna i think you have not seen the last of a rated r superhero film following joker origin i think you're gonna see a few more so that's uh extremely interesting the last bit of that last super rumor i have is oscar isaac being rumored to play batman um of course it's been a little bit with the summer winding down since last we spoke. Ben Affleck has been uh, in a little bit of uh, trouble himself, uh, a little personal trouble. He <laughs> has um, relapsed with his alcoholic his alcoholic addiction. He is a um, known alcoholic, and he's relapsed. He's in. Um, he's being in. He's been in. He's been um, inducted into what's the word I'm looking for? He's been uh, checked into rehab. Yep, there you go. And by his ex-wife so which one <laughs> jennifer gardner really yeah oh, She jenny is a, being quite a saint right now you and are a checks saint, him jenny. into she has checked him into rehab for his uh alcoholic addiction his alcohol addiction so he i imagine is not at the time taking any meetings with any type of movie probably, probably not right now and it's probably
1: moment. because of his, all the people rag- ragging on him about batman
0: so at this you know before that even people ragging on him about batman he's not getting any younger i think it was already being discussed that he had one more batman film left in him to kind of work as his swan song you have a new batman trilogy starting pretty soon and and the discussion has been that they want to go younger and with flashpoint no longer happening uh anytime soon uh, at this point the idea that that could be your swan song for for ben affleck the events that follow Flashpoint where time has changed and all the characters get younger as a result as in the comics, and that being your launch pad into a younger Batman and kind of a passing of the torch from Ben Affleck to Oscar Isaac or a younger Batman. I think that step is being, it will probably be erased altogether. So I think we've seen the last of Ben Affleck as Batman and Oscar Isaac, I think would be fine. He seems a little small to me, but then he again, Michael good. Keaton yeah, was, was not a monster. Uh, yeah. he was like five, eight, not like a physical Adonis of any kind. So anyone can play Batman.
1: As well, I, I say, and same with, um, the same with Batman begins, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he Christian, was not, Bale yeah, was, Christian Bale was not, and never has been this, right. you know, he's, he, he may be ripped and he may mm-hmm. be cut, but no way. Was he, uh, see a big man,
0: right? He's, he's none of the, so far the Batmans we've seen in the movies with the exception, I suppose, of Ben Affleck, who
1: well he was, he was a bit of a monster. He
0: was a bit a bit of a monster. I, well, I'm thinking of now of, of of course Val Kilmer, who was more. No, like, so the ones the least successful Batman have actually been your more uh, appropriately looking Batman. Yeah, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, who are your chisel looking like male model looking actors who were the least successful Batman. Right. The ones that have been successful are kind of your non-traditional looking batman so i'm not sure where oscar isaac falls in in which category he does he's a good looking man but he's also not chiseled or big. so he's a good actor sure i don't i haven't seen a ton of his work outside of star wars uh i i don't think he's great in star wars i think in force awakens he was really good um i thought he was Some of his lines were a little cheesily delivered in um, the Last Jedi. Granted, he was just maybe (laughs) working with I don't know, but that is the big rumor that he's being rumored to take over Batman, and I think he fits the bill. Yes, Uh, he looks uh, like someone who could wear a tux to a opera opening, (laughs) and uh, would probably look good in the Batman outfit suit altogether. And you know, and as we already laid out the best Batman in the movie so far have been your smaller ones where the right. bigger ones have sort of teetered out. So they need,
1: they need that personality. Well, yeah. I, th- I think, I think personality has classic.
0: more to do it. Yeah. Do with, you know what they look like.
1: And, it, and he could be a cheeky, I feel yeah. like he could be a cheeky Batman, which is what it needs. Yep. It, need, it needs somebody who can deliver the lines to be like,
0: Oh yes. yeah. No, I- so Adam, you brought me some, some reading material. I did, but uh, real quick, yes. I, I hear in rumor side,
1: that Justice League Dark is looking for a director again. Now, while Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro walked away a year ago, right? Mm -hmm. And you have, and I know Doug Doug Lehman left, but I hear they are starting to look again, which makes me excited because I know they're in production hell, but at the same time, I
0: want it so bad. Well, I think one of the hurdles have been removed from the track with regards to getting a film like this made a couple years ago. Cause even though it was a mess, I think one of the prerequisites for getting one of these films made over at Warner brothers DC was, does this fit inside of our DC extending universe? Right. And that one, you know, it's, so I think it was harder to get a film like that made back then, but now with this, worlds of dc where you could have World tales being told you i think that opens the door for a film that could just stand like itself like that doesn't have to play right with the other films uh with justice league dark i, I think you so. could have a justice league dark film that doesn't play off of any of the other films you've made so far so i hope they're able to land the right director i hope they can get this film made i hope they can get any film made uh the only film they have coming out this year for uh in 2018 i believe for from dc warner brothers is aquaman i think uh justice league came out in in 2017 no you're right no you're right is that 2017 it was because it was was, i think it was late 2017 late 2017
1: because it came out to video like early 2018 right
0: so 2017 is the only year the only movie they have i know that wonder woman is coming out in 2019 but that's one film a year from an extended universe. Right. I mean Marvel <laughs> pretty had bad. I mean Marvel had it, they have like two three, two, two, to two three. Or three yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean now they've slowed down because right. of the um uh, Avengers, Avengers 4. kind of
0: putting them in a holding pattern, right? Right. But yeah, it's weird. It's uh it's a it's a universe certainly in flux right now, so hopefully they're able to land that director and Justice League Dark gets released. that will be awesome. Soon and later, later. So a lot of things to figure out um, in both marvel marvel camp and also in dc camp going forward so um we'll see batman obviously who's going to be our next batman it's amazing we're having this discussion again i feel like we were just having it with prior to ben affleck getting cast and now we're already talking about casting another batman going forward because I, th- I think we've seen the last of ben affleck playing batman. my mind it's incredible but anna patterson you brought me over some reading material yeah mark millar mark the millar. magic order
1: Yes, because Millar World mm-hmm. was purchased uh, by Netflix. Is so it Miller or M- Millar? Am I correct? I, I'm I. I want to say it's Millar. Okay, I'm I'm That's fairly certain written. it is. It is spelled and pronounced yeah. Miller, but right. at the same time, I believe he does it as like sort of um what's it called a shtick ah, or or an very actor's good. catchphrase. Like no no no, it's Millar, and everybody goes. That dude's an asshole. <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, but you remember me.
0: It's hard to say. Right? Yeah. So, it's hard to say whether he's uh, he's joking with all of us or if that's the actual pronunciation, <laughs> but I digress. So
1: Millar World, um, or maybe I just heard it completely wrong. Who knows? Um, but Millar World was purchased by Netflix. So they're mm-hmm. launching this um, six comic book run series called Magic Order. And the one, the first three have been released. Mm -hmm. The uh, fourth one's supposed to come out October third. The fifth one's supposed to come out. uh, No, I'm sorry, uh, mid October and then mid November and then mid December. Um, And it's fantastic, amazing.
0: So is this one that they they have not at this point announced that this is going to be adapted into a series for Netflix
1: from the best of my knowledge. No, I mean, this is, this is sort of like, I
0: got a number of them already in production to come to Netflix, right? This is not one of them yet. No, from from what I, from
1: what I understand, what I've read and what I've, what I've researched is that this entire thing is, I feel like it's a, it's a Christopher Nolan, um, Mm -hmm. and inception thing where he said, all right, I'll do, batman begins beyond etc right or batman begins but yeah you're doing inception right so i feel like he's he met or mark millar was like all right i'll i'll give you these properties but i want you to publish this comic series that nobody else has published
0: okay that makes sense um he's got a sweet deal with netflix there's no yeah person better partner to be in bed with right now than netflix you have this comic book series that you mentioned, the the magic order, um, which will, you know, which is started and will finalize at the, before the end of this year. Uh, you also have, uh, the Supreme, is the, is the name of one of his um, yep. his comic book properties that are being adapted to a series on Netflix or a made-for-Netflix movie? Yeah. And what was the other one? You also have uh, wanted, Nemesis. I wanted. Saying, wanted,
1: okay. wanted. They're doing a TV series. Okay. Nemesis, they were talking about. I don't know if they act will actually
0: do. Right. And but they bought basically his they, whole catalog. Well,
1: they bought his company.
0: His company, right. So they could they bought option everything. any of those. Yeah. So they really – I mean, great. He has a lot of interesting uh of course he's for the, those of you who are not completely familiar with mark millar he did kick ass yep so he's known for that of course and a number of others so uh go look into his past he, he's got a lot of um he's got he's done a lot of work it's not all of it great <laughs> but i say a want, lot
1: yeah the concept of wanted okay yeah. but at the same time it seemed uh, the the dialogue is terrible and while again i like the concept it, it yeah and I love his other work, but I feel like that one was just, it was, it was something he wrote when he was very angry in 16. That's, that's what it, that's what it read like. We've, I'm all, like, been oh. We've all been
0: there. we there. Written mm. some things that we wish we could take back, <laughs> that we wish we wouldn't have published and get made into a movie. And then try to buy up every single one of the copies. We've all been there. We've all been just there. Just to bury it. But, um, unless you are atari or Mark Millar, that's very difficult to do. You know, yeah. Atari with their uh, ET um, catastrophe that they have—they apparently did you did you see that they actually did find? Oh, yeah,
1: they they dug they dug up a whole lot of them, yeah. and and they and they said it's not Atari that yeah. that buried it. Mm. It was the um, it was the it was the company that was responsible for distribution, uh, okay. and they couldn't distribute it. And it was just easier to get rid of it. I mean, very that's good. why
0: I had... So it wasn't like a big cover-up by no, Atari. it, it was, it was, just it was like, not hey, a big cover-up. Gotcha, gotcha. But they
1: did have a very large group of them out there and that's you know why I have all of my VHS's buried yes, in my backyard that's Right, because one f- day
0: future generations <laughs> one day and also they'll wonder what he what was he hiding back here right <laughs> a, a bunch of f-
1: really f- weird films that he wrote and starred in that's
0: <laughs> odd <laughs> <laughs> but that segues nicely talking about video games uh, one of the last things I want to talk about something a, a game that people are really psyched about it looks great uh, it's being made by Rockstar Entertainment or Studios or whatever Spider-Man the for the PlayStation Four. I'm not sure if it's coming out for Xbox. Probably is. Who knows? It is coming out uh, next week, uh, yep. early September, and people are psyched. It is made by the same studio that did uh, the Batman series, the Rock the Rockstar game, Batman Arkham Knight series, did Grand Theft Auto. And this game visually looks stunning, and you're able to – it's an open world. We're able to run around New York and just kind of visit any of the uh, the landmarks in New York as as Spider-Man. This is the beginning of their shared video game universe over yep. at Marvel. So – And it looks awesome. It's getting some great reviews. People – I've just talked to just, just casually to anyone who you know, has any interest in comics or superheroes at all – and every single one of them have mentioned this game so that comes out soon and i don't have a playstation 4 because i'm waiting for it to drop under 200 dollars. i feel like it's like <laughs> a five-year-old system so it should have by now but maybe this will push me to get a playstation 4 soon so i can play this one how about you
1: i do not play playstation or yes. or xbox just you're a for, pc guy I'm, I'm a pc guy because i i really see no reason to basically purchase a four to $500 system every couple of years when I can just upgrade my computer's graphic cards. Is that more or
0: less expensive over a long, long term to do to approach it in that that way? Graphics
1: cards will run you about 200 bucks Mm -hmm. and then a, um, and then a Ram card, you know, will will run you maybe 50 to 80 bucks. And, and for me, they've last, they last probably about five to six years. And as long as, you know, and then, you know, as and long as your processor is okay.
0: Yeah, and you can play Xbox games because now everything gets released. Yeah, Most everything platforms. gets released uh, to all platforms if you yeah. have a PC now uh, on Steam, etc. So that allows you to play... Really everything, as long as you have a PC that's strong, powerful enough.
1: And and I, I don't, I don't really like those first person shooter games. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't either, like either. those games I where either. it's like I, I, I don't like sandbox universes. I hated mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto because it was like, ah. hey, did you spend you know thirty hours looking for a box behind <laughs> you know? Did you go in every single building down Fifth Avenue? No, no, I did not. I went out and I was doing other things. I just, I feel like I, I really. I hate the amount of time. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is tough because
0: it's just, I played, no. I, it's they're really, don't get me wrong, they're really, really exceptionally well done games, well made games, but I'm not alone in this. Just You try to do one of the missions and you just get distracted and then suddenly you're running away from the cops and that's just how you spend your entire time <laughs> playing the game. You don't actually like make any progress in the story at all. Although I did get maybe 85 to 90% of the way through the... PlayStation Three version of Garth of uh, Batman Gotham uh, City, I think is okay. the one I played, um, and that was a great game. I didn't finish it. Um, I have Gotham Origins, which I didn't think was that good, so I'm only about thirty percent of the way through that game. I don't know if I'm ever going to finish it. Maybe I'll pick it up one day if there's a, if there's an ice storm outside and I get. I was hungered say,
1: that that comes and, down to you know it's time. I do not have the yeah, time to do it. Time. I just don't, and I I have. S- a lot of things I would rather be doing, like foods I'd like to try yes. and places I'd like to go, rather than doing television. I personally,
0: my life is going to end where it's like a it's like a uh, Twilight Zone situation where uh, yep. all the world falls asleep or something, or something, or everyone dies. And, but the power's left on, and I'm I'm able to play all my PlayStation Four games, PlayStation Three games that I have, and I've been waiting to play for a long time. And I'm like, oh, I have time. I have time. Great. I'm going to start playing all my video games. And like my mounted television falls off the ceiling or it falls at the wall yeah. and, and cracks. And <laughs> your, I just, your
1: controller breaks and something. My controller
0: breaks. Oh, there was time though. <laughs> that's how I imagine. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I'm never going to get a chance to, play, to finish any of these games that I have uh, I have stacked in, in a drawer somewhere.
1: And that's part of growing up. That's part
0: of growing up. So I have been Sean DeWire at SeanDeWire.com is where well you can find me on Twitter, at NewSuperPodcast. Well you can find the podcast on Twitter. Leave us a comment, a like anywhere on itunes stitcher spreaker com, wildfire radio uh comment leave any type of of uh evidence that you have listened and enjoyed the show uh, the bathroom wall us. of your local yes. arby's leave it leave something comment somewhere
1: adam patterson where can we find you at adam R. patterson on twitter at APAPress Press on instagram
0: beautiful adam what's uh what, what do you got going on this week
1: Uh, I am, we're, we're finishing off the summer before the kids go back to school. So I am, I'm going to, I'm going to soak in as much as I can. Mm. And I'm trying to watch Jack Ryan. I'm trying to watch at least three episodes of Jack
0: Ryan. Played by TV's, uh, Jim from the office.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: How does that work? Is he, do you know Uh, if he does well?
1: I mean, since uh, he was in he was in the Benghazi movie, I forget what that was called, the mm. like Hundred Hours or something okay. like that. And he was
0: and, in he's he's actually uh, had kind of a, uh, a renaissance with yes. that, and also uh, the A Quiet Place. Yes. Which he started and directed.
1: He's an action star now.
0: He's an action and now he's an action star, so So
1: he's a comedian action star, yeah. very versatile.
0: Yes, he really is. The dust is settled um, <laughs> from the office, and now he's coming out of hiding and doing a, a number of things. And uh of course people know this, but he was uh in the running, he was like in the final three to play Captain America. I know, right? And he be- you know, he didn't get the role, but he understands that Chris Evans is just
1: Well now, now he's Captain America. Now
0: he's Jack Ryan. So. Now he's Jack Ryan. Although, uh, depending on what happens, what direction they take following Avengers four, there might be an opening for Captain America down the road. So if he just plays his cards right, doesn't uh, fingers crossed, doesn't get checked into rehab anytime soon, he might be still running to play Captain America in the next five to ten years. So keep your nose <laughs> clean, kid. Uh, but that's been in, that's been it for us, and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed what we've had. Um, to offer over the course of the last uh, hour or so where we've recapped all the superhero movie news and comics and rumors and stuff that we could information that we could find and um, repackage and deliver onto you. Uh, Coming up is we are going to be uh, doing our kind of reboot of Ots and Nots which we take a comic book a unappreciated comic book typically from the Ots the early 2000s period and review them. And give our comments and allow you to make your comments. And we, I believe, are going to be starting with Infinities, which yeah. was from the year 2000 and uh, making our way through that. And then jumping over to a DC uh, early 2000s property comic book event. So then just kind of chronologically, chronologically jumping our way over the course of that decade. So uh, join us for that. If that sounds interesting, uh, that show will be up sooner rather than later it'll but. be amazing uh adam final check it out
1: um check your candy because sometimes they've toys in them
0: yeah thanks